Hi, I'm Peter Anthony. And I'm Steve Angel. You're listening to Men With Spirit. Join us as we explore what it means to be a modern man and to live a spirited life. G'day and welcome to this 29th episode of Men With Spirit on Radio Karam. This is a show where we encourage men to get out of their heads and more into their hearts, to be more authentically connected with themselves and with others. Hi, I'm Steve Angel. I'm here with my co-host, Peter Anthony. There are no guests today. It's just Peter and myself. No, just the two of us. It mm-hmm. is just the two of us. <laughs> and today we are discussing creating the, your legacy. But before we get into the nitty gritty of this topic, let's start off with just finding out how you're feeling today, Peter. Uh, I've been a bit crooked the last couple of weeks sort of thing, but um, but feeling much better today than it was a few days ago. But had a week or so in Gippsland, which I always very much enjoy. It's a lovely part of the world down there, the rolling green mm. hills and that sort of thing. Um, went to a men's group meeting in Menion mm-hmm. uh, and also went to a, a fun bush dance in Conwack. So bush so, dance? Yeah, are, we, are we talking about like you know old people dancing, or are you talking no, about no, bush no, stuff, no, like you know no, a rave or something like no, that? No, it wasn't one of those. But um, <laughs> a lot of young kids there. But it was it was really good uh, good night. Uh, you know, everyone bought their own you know plate of food to share and that type of thing. We're all dancing around madly. Uh, but that was a great night, and um, yeah, so I'm feeling uh, now uh, pretty upbeat, and I'm looking forward to uh, today's discussion on. Uh, Creating your legacy. What about you, Steve? How are you feeling? And what have you, what have you been up to the last uh, little while? Well, you while you were dancing in the bush, Peter, <laughs> I was actually studying. <laughs> yeah, I know you've been a very busy boy, haven't you? And last week, I had the opportunity to be um, involved in a mediumship, mediumship conference. Which, for those people who don't know, mediumship is is a midpoint between your guide and um, the person you're speaking to. And so that was a, that was. That was just wonderful experience to understand sort of the um, the power of mediumship and also understand the gift that it can give others. Um, it was a challenging week. I'm, I'm happy with how I ended up, but there's still a long way to go there. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about continuing to learn. Um, what else did I have been up to? Well, I've just rushed here f- to the studio from my house because <laughs> I'm pretending to be Bob the Builder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I noticed the, band, the bandages on yeah, here and all this yeah, sort of thing on cuts. your fingers. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I've, I've been, um, I've got a wonderful friend named Eric who is, um, you know, uh, it's helping me and my wife to do some renovations in our home. And But part of the deal, he said, was that I had to get involved physically with actually putting things together. And so, we're doing some new cabinetry. So, I rushed down here. So, I've been doing that today. So, I'm feeling feeling pretty you know, energized. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. It feels very good. You know, it feels good, very good. good. good I wouldn't you. say that the job's 100%, but, you know, I'll hide all those little faults. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll come <laughs> out and look, look fantastic. So, Peter, tell us. Okay, now, you, you we mentioned at the uh, top of this show that it's creating your legacy, the topic today. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you wanted to really discuss in the show. Do you want to talk a bit more yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I, I suppose I'd been uh, challenged personally just to think in terms of my legacy. And then there's a lot of events been going on in recent times just with the uh, various uh, uh, famous people passing. Um, but it just prompted in my mind, the thought of um, 
uh, having been alive on this earth for whatever period of time, what impact will you be recognised as having had on your family and community and the world? Uh, what will you be remembered for? Uh, will it be standing firm in your beliefs and values or something else? As well as attempting to answer these questions, I th- thought today we'd be looking at different aspects of creating your legacy, including some practical tips in terms of how you can go about that and what action you can take now. I suppose one of the things that prompted all this was um, the death of Queen Elizabeth. And there's been a lot of discussion around her legacy, and um, uh, you can. I think you um, mentioned the other day, just talking about uh, duty and mm. the sense of duty, and and what uh, what she achieved in her life, and that commitment. And you can talk on that in a sec. But yeah. you've got people like that, and uh, with her, uh, the contrast with say Princess Diana when she passed, mm-hmm. and people's reaction there, and there, I, uh, there was a different uh, sense of Diana's legacy to Queen Elizabeth's. So what are your thoughts on on that as uh, an example of two very famous people Mm -hmm. that have, when you look at it, uh, quite different legacies they've left behind? I don't think anyone could dispute that the Queen did her duty well. Absolutely. I mean, really. I mean, she, she lived that role and I think that there was never a doubt that she uphold the values that or the 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 role of the the royalty and and the head of uh her family the royal family as well as you know the monarch why well, to describe the two you know i think the the main difference is for me is that if you were to look back and f- remember the difference between the passing of two there was such a greater feeling with mm. Diana's passing, one that felt maybe because she felt that she passed so young, there was a horrible accident mm-hmm. that caused her her death, and there was also a feeling that she was pushed um, out of not only the family, mm. but also there was this kind of I don't know. It, for me, I think it was a bit of a, there was this love for this person trying to make a difference in the world. She was trying to make a very big difference. And it was unlike the difference of the duty that she had held in her role as princess. Mm. And I think that when she passed, what I remember is just feeling a lot more sadness for her passing mm. than I would say that I felt for the queen. queen. Yeah, it, it, it's that sense of con- – a lot of us had that sense of connection that, mm. and that we felt well, – I, I, I think she did. felt more felt human. Her, yeah, but, yeah, but it was this <laughs> sense of love. That you know, I certainly I've, I've said in previous times, um, you know, that when um, when she did pass and they had the funeral, um, you know, I was in tears. You mm. know, watching the whole thing, mm. it was just this outpouring of love right around the world mm. for her. But I think with um, Queen Elizabeth, there was quite a different sort of sensation. It was it's a recognition and acknowledgement of what she contributed, yes. what she achieved over her life, and that sense of duty, as you say. But quite a different. Um, Legacy, I'd suggest. Well, I think she, I think her role and I think her commitment to the role itself kept her at a distance from the people in terms of the same way that Diana, for instance, affected the people. There was a more there was a humanness to the way that Diana affected the rest of the world. They felt more that they could relate to her. They felt her her love. They felt more nurture from her. They they felt they felt that she was almost just like them. Hmm. 
but I've never ever seen myself in the same light as the Queen in terms of that kind of level of duty and obligation and role. So there's a distance I feel between the two. Yeah, and the um, uh, it's interesting. We're both talking about legacy in terms of feelings and just acknowledging um, um, uh, what should we say non-material um, sort of mm. things. We're talking about feelings and uh, leadership and, and all sorts of things like that, but it's not talking about their legacy because they left behind some uh, um, buildings or creations or mm. whatever. So legacy has a lot of different um, uh, elements to it, as we'll get into. But uh, their legacy, and there's, there's other things they've, they've left behind in terms of their contribution I suppose the way I look at legacy is um, we often talk in terms of we come into this world to make it mm-hmm. a better place. Mm. A lot of us say we want to do that. But at the end of the day, that our legacy is how do we contribute to the overall positivity or um, uh, well-being of Earth when we leave. And I'd like to think that uh, each of us or those that are committed to sort of this sort of thing is um, that we can increase the um, positivity uh, and that's part of our legacy. Whatever we do, we're adding to the energy on Earth rather than taking away from it. You know, it, bringing up the Queen is another thing that um, uh, I wanted to share in terms of what I learnt last week. Mm-hmm. And I did mention mm. just briefly the, the word duty because that was a word that came up a lot. And we can often, and then maybe I have in just even what I've just shared before, is put the Queen on a different kind of pedestal in terms mm-hmm. of, oh, she had a big role to fill. And so, therefore, I don't see myself having that level of commitment or, or um, responsibility. But what I was taught and what was sort of reiterated many times was whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing here on this, on this earth, mm-hmm. when you came here... You had committed to that. You had mm. promised that you were going to do that thing. And that is the duty, the individual duty that we have to one of, to our spirit and to our, ourselves to live that role, to live that life, to, to live to the truest expression of who we are as a person without all the fluff and the disappointments and everything that we allow getting away to actually be who we are. Yeah. And if, if you do uh, fully... Um fulfill your duty, Mm. then ipso facto, you are leaving behind the legacy you were meant to leave behind. Yes. And you have had a positive influence on the world. Yes. Yeah. uh, Totally get that. Yeah. Uh, uh, It's it's a really, really good way of looking at things. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it helps to reframe your life because you then look at life in a different fashion. Mm Mm-hmm. And we never know when we're going to pass. We don't. But the one certainty we know is we all are going to die at some stage. So it's a question of um, making sure, as to the best you can, that you achieve what you set out to do. Correct. Correct. And I think sometimes, too, you know, when we talk about legacies, and I know you've, you've put some really good examples here, and they really are great ways to sort of highlight, you know, significant contributions that certain people have had globally. You know, so we all know who these people are, but sometimes I also feel that we can get lost in that and feel so separate from from that more significant role that person is providing or, or leaving behind versus what you and I are leaving behind versus what somebody else is leaving behind. But it's no less important. Yeah, and later in the show we're going to be talking about the individual contributions of ordinary people like yes. you and I. But <laughs> but those uh, mega stars and all the rest of it, they they do make they are. Um, 
they can be aspirational, inspirational. Mm. Um, like uh, we're going to be playing a song that features Olivia Newton-John, for example, mm. uh, who passed recently. And, uh, you know, you've got Leonard Cohen who passed mm. and you've got various others. And probably, well, on all the rankings, the most significant historical figure um, is Jesus. Now, if you take him as an entity, we could argue that, you know, had a very significant legacy that's lasted a, a couple of thousand years. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting how diff- the, the, the magnitude of people's um, legacy they leave behind, uh, depending on how much um, um, oomph there is in, in the them as a person. Mm-hmm. But each of us individually can certainly make a big um, big difference. You take it, and, and these are all positive examples we've been talking yes. about. Like, but you take someone like. Um, uh, Vladimir Putin at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a man whose uh, legacy is very, you'd argue, is very negative. And, and that example in the wisdom of Crazy Horse, which we uh, Crazy Horse blog, which we often reference, um, there's a, a post there about Putin and mm-hmm. how. Uh, his legacy is it's okay to be a bully and do all these other things. There's a long list of all the thing negative things that he's done, and um, so you can have you can leave a legacy, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a positive legacy. In fact, it could be a negative legacy. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah, and and importantly, in terms of what we're discussing today, Steve, um, it's not in. We're talking about legacy, not in terms of a material or. Um, financial gift but more in terms of uh, and this is a quote that's often used when we're talking about legacy is something transmitted by or received from an ancestor or predecessor and when you look at that it uh, opens it up to a much and it's interesting i think when we had andrew adams on on episode 21 and leonie adams in in episode 22 they both reference this idea of legacy and what we're leaving behind and just to be conscious of that um yeah, so... Yeah, I think they were... Well, I think very different examples, right? Because Andrew... Andrew is so actively out there in his community and it was very important for him to contribute back for what he felt his community had given him in terms of opportunity, lifestyle and experience. And it was very important. And and I think he expressed that really well. That's episode 21. If you haven't listened to that, please it, do. It's a really good show. Yeah. yeah. And then then it's, then it contrasted with what Leonie... As, as a, a, a spiritual celebrant mm-hmm. and funeral celebrant, yeah, it was just interesting when she sees people as, you know, in their passing, in their funeral, how their legacy is actually affecting those who are left behind. And um, they're very nice kind of bookends to this topic. Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, going back to the Wisdom of Crazy Horse, there's part of a quote from him that says, "'The test of the individual is standing firm by your beliefs and values.'" for this will be your legacy, uh, which I think it really puts the focus back on. It's what you say and do and behave is the thing that matters, not the things that you've built and all these other things. Um, and it also makes the point that to best appreciate a person's legacy, it helps to have an understanding of their particular circumstances and what they had to overcome. Uh, and understanding those circumstances uh, in which their decisions and actions were taken helps to give some context to to things. Um, let's let's go back to to values and beliefs because mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting interesting topic. Um, how cognizant were you, or are you now? Let's just say the person who you are now, and say the yep. person who you were. <laughs> yep. 
How cognizant were you of your values and beliefs? Uh, not when I was, uh, you know, younger, and that, that you know, could go back you know, 15 years ago, sort of thing. I'll call that younger. And uh, I, um, no, I was, I suppose there, was, there were innate things that I did because I just believed they were right. You know, things about quality and uh, fairness and honesty and that sort of thing. But uh, in terms of having a, um, a statement up there on the uh, thing that these are my values and uh, that sort of thing, no. But then I look at my life and I think, well, I have exhibited certain values, for the most part positive. Sometimes, you know, there are things I've done that I probably, oh, not probably, I certainly wouldn't do now. But uh, no, I've, uh, they were there, but they weren't front and centre. Whereas today, I have much more, um, uh, much more of a focus on mm-hmm. these are my values, and that isn't to say I, I don't consistently um, follow them all the time sometimes you, you slip back and you think oh interestingly when I do that I find I um, I really beat myself up because mm-hmm. I've gone against a value that I place I prize greatly mm-hmm. so it's that um, it, we can fail I can fail um, in terms of living up to those values but if you have that um, the compass if you like your personal moral co- compass and just keep that in mind, um, it helps in terms of your direction in life and uh, what you do. So it's very much a, for, yeah, the more, the more I think about it, it's very much a, a, comp- a personal compass of how you lead your life. So, but wouldn't self-reflection be important in order to live, uh, uh, to, let's just say the legacy is the, is the uh, outcome of living Mm-hmm. dutifully to yep. what you said you were going to do and also the commitment to that. So, wouldn't it be um, a requirement to have self-reflection on a constant uh, basis in order to make sure you're not you're not veering off your... <laughs> you, you're, you're like, look, you're going to stay wide. No, 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 no. no, no. This, this is a very uh, <laughs> insightful question. I think this idea of, you know, I'm lazy and I do avoid, like, talking personally. I'm saying, I, no, no, I'm, I'm, we can, you can no, throw, okay, throw it back at you in a sec. But, you know, the thing I find is uh, I don't do enough self-reflection and just think about uh, those sort of things. Mm. And uh, I think self-reflection, meditation... Um, is a really uh, a critical part of that personal growth. Mm. But uh, go on, what were you going to say? Well, what I was going to say, but do you need to beat yourself up about it? Oh, well, well, I certainly do. That's half the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should just stop it. <laughs> That's stop a good it. idea. Just reflect. Yeah. Reflect and uh, learn. And, you know, it, but it is an interesting thing, isn't it, that... Um, we will often do that, but I guess not everyone's even self-reflecting, you know. Again, for me, I mean, I ask this question in jest of you, right? Yeah, yeah. But no different. I mean, I don't think I was very aware of what I believed in and what I thought was important in terms of values. You know, when I, when I think back of my life, there was a belief. I grew up in a religious mm-hmm. family, so there was a belief system there that came. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. that came a set of values and expectations. Yeah, yeah. Ditto. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, I, and I kind of... Adopted it because that's what was presented mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. me. Um, but, you know, for a large part of my life, from about 20s to 30s, maybe even like 40s, I don't really think I took much notice of it. Um, and I think also that may have sort of caused the meandering that I did in my life. Because I don't think I really sort of stuck to anything and just yeah. said, this is really what I want. Because I don't even really think I knew who I was. Okay. I hadn't decided yet. 
So as thing, have things improved now? Have you got greater clarity and focus? Let's say this is a work in progress. <laughs> I, that was a term I was going to use <laughs> later on. <laughs> but, but, but I am. I'm more, I think I'm more committed to this now. Yeah. And I think, you know, even just being here on the radio and just outing me and yourself <laughs> <laughs> it is, is part of that work in progress. Yeah. Mm. Why do you think it's important to be conscious of the logos- legacy um, that, we're, uh, that you're creating? Any thoughts on that? Well, I think it comes back to what you just said about a compass. It's a direction. You see, because every, every action you have will have a reaction, right? And so, if you're not really cognizant of what you're doing and the, or the legacy that you want to leave behind, then how do you know that the decisions you're making are heading in the right direction? Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we all need a goal mm-hmm. in life. And if we can see what we want to leave behind, at least... At least when those those challenges come up and those decisions are being you know presented to us, which we're making something that's going to at least move us forward yeah, towards and, it. And it gives it looking at it from the lens or using the lens of a legacy mm. helps to provide that um, uh, clarity and a way of looking at things and coming up with uh, a uh, a path forward. Say, so, well, at, whenever I pass, I want to have achieved these things, and, mm. and I want to be remembered for having done these things. Mm. So it's it's quite a useful tool. And um, uh, for some people, uh, I put down some examples here. That um, uh, so we're talking about values, but in addition to that, you've got people that have got great skills, such as um, in art or uh, literature, or uh, very innovative, or they built things. Mm. So part of their legacy can be something um, that lifts the, the spirit in terms of great music mm. uh, that will move people for centuries to follow. Or a piece of art, like the Mona Lisa, for example. You know, th- those sorts of things. Okay, they're, um, they're uh, material things. They're, they're actually, you can touch and feel them, or you can uh, hear them or experience them. So they're different to values, but they nonetheless can have this uh, transformative effect on people. And it... it that legacy can last, you know, for thousands of years or hundreds of years. Um, so it's just interesting when you look at your legacy. For some people, like a, um, a singer that sings a great song, and shortly we're going to be playing a song by John Farnham and Olivia Newton-John. Um, You're the voice. Now that's I think rated as probably one of the most popular songs in um, uh, Australia over uh, over a whole history. Well, according to Robbie Williams, is it's our unofficial anthem. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, there's um, a, a piece of music or a performance that has had this trans. You know, it is a very um, well-known and very uh, moving sort of p- uh, piece of music and it uplifts people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are we going to head to that or have, can I have got time for another question? No, no, no go for it. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just got me thinking about when When do you become aware of your legacy? Well, that's the thing. I, it, it's only perhaps um, a lot of people, most people I'd suggest, don't think about it. and And I think they're missing an opportunity to reflect, to mm-hmm. use the word you used before, to reflect on their life and what they're doing with their life and what they want to achieve. And the more um, I think you can, you think in those terms, the more focused you get. Well, certainly I'm just not talking generally, I'm talking about me specifically, that mm. if um, it's forced me to just look at my life and say, look, where do I want to put my energy, mm-hmm. really? And, mm-hmm. and what will I leave behind? And just to be um, more passionate mm. about what I'm doing. And have a greater sense of commitment. Because if I was to quickly reflect on my life, 
I think as a young person, I, I would not have thought about legacy other than I just wanted to be successful. Mm. That's that, it. That I just wanted to be nice successful. Place. I wanted yeah. to have a certain amount of money and I wanted to live in a certain area, and, you know, and then I wanted to say have a family. And then that that was it. It was limited to those things in terms of legacy. And then, you know, then I watch, you know, uh, as my parents get older and they maybe start to think about their legacy more because they're sort of heading towards the end there and they think, well, what am I leaving behind? But sometimes it's often... It's too late. I'm not saying it's too late, but I'm just saying that the energy behind it, they don't have it because they've kind of left the run too late to think about yeah, it. This is why thinking about your legacy, and it's a really good question, thinking about your legacy should happen sooner rather than later. Don't mm. leave it to later in your life. Mm. Um, do it sooner. Yeah. Um, before we go to the song, I might just share a quote from The Wisdom of Crazy Horse, mm. and this one um, is on your legacy. Okay. Okay, I'll just read that. Um even in the times of the Indian wars with white man, many were seduced by the purse of the white man, firstly to act against their own people as scouts and later to receive food, clothing and shelter. Having been seduced, all regretted it, feeling a loss of freedom, identity and purpose, but having been seduced, it was impossible to return. In order to justify their poor choice, many acted as encouragers of others to join them. Then goes on to say that the parallels to the world today with the rules of COVID and the use by governments are extraordinary. For those who uh, choose to retain their identity, values and beliefs, you will feel isolated for this is the aim. As in Indian times, the majority will always be seduced by what is easy. They are entitled to. The test of the individual is standing firm by your beliefs and values, for this will be your legacy. For those who leave a legacy of taking the easy way, they are leaving behind fool's golf. That's, I think, quite a powerful and contemporary quote from Crazy Horse on that one. It is. What I might do now, yeah. uh, whilst we're all contemplating that, is... There's a lot of... Uh, to unpack in that, in that uh, particular quote. Look, um, this uh, first music selection uh, is uh, by two iconic Australian singers and uh, we've got... Uh, you're the voice, and um, I found a duet version of this with John Farnham and Olivia Newton-John. And the interesting thing when I looked at it is both were born in the UK about the same time, they were the same age, uh, but grew up in Melbourne. Uh, Olivia passed away in August this year from a recurring breast cancer. That same month, John was diagnosed and operated on for over 11 hours uh, for an oral cancer. So there was some interesting... Uh, parallels there mm. and uh, anyhow this this song is standing up for what you believe in being true to your values the song encourages everyone everyday people to make their voices heard on important social issues standing by your beliefs and values this song urges you to not sit in silence Hi, this is Steve Stakos, the Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Karam. 
Welcome back. You're listening to uh, Men with Spirit on Radio Karam with me, Peter Anthony, and my co-host, Steve Angel. And today we're discussing creating your legacy. Steve. Peter. What would you like your legacy to be? You know, that I knew you were going to ask me this question. <laughs> and I should have had short notice. <laughs> you know, I, I did think about this actually before even uh, I came here today. And I think if I was to really narrow it down, it's two things that I think that I would want people to know me for. And that is that I was true to myself. And that included me being more honest and not very fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, and not too concerned about the way that people thought of me. Um, those things, they're really important for me to improve upon and become more of who I truly am. So, that's one part of the legacy that I want. Mm-hmm. And the second one that I think that I've always had all my life that I always knew sat there in the background was that I wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, I, I have done that in just very minor, you know, haphazard ways in through through my life i've done that and i I do that with people when i meet them even through work and all and you know and and now and with obviously more obviously with counseling but it is that i think it's that when people get to meet me they know that they know that i'm being as authentic as i can possibly be that i am uh, someone who is kind and compassionate and honest um and somebody who truly does want to help people. And I think if I can stick to that as a legacy, I hope then that whatever I do f- from that that point leaves this ripple, ripple, ripple effect in the world mm-hmm. through whatever means it will be. Um, you know, and there's many, many, many ways that I'm doing that right now through counseling and through the spiritual work. Um, I'm also doing through the men's group with you. I'm and do it here on the radio as well. And also with the connections that I have, you know, with my, with my wife and with my family and with my friends, I think I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy that I just, I was true to who I was. Mm-hmm. and that, True to who I am, rather, not yeah, who I was. Yeah. And the, um, the, the benefit or the ripple effect, as you say, touches people in the community and beyond because in your case you, as you've said previously you don't have children as such mm. so it's not one of these things where there's this f- handing down uh, wisdom and a legacy from generation to generation uh, I'm glad you raised that because mm. it is an interesting one because I think that took me quite a while to get over mm-hmm. yeah you've, you've said previously yes. something that you've attacked so, so it's it's, it's caused me to have to reflect, as I use that word again, just on a case of what am I going to, how am I going to make a difference? How am I going to leave this legacy other than having children and leaving them things? <laughs> things know? or things values, values or behaviours, yes, exactly. uh, context, yes. uh, wisdom. Yeah. Even just have the, you know, the family name continue yeah. on. Mm. You know, that will all end with mm. me. Mm. Um so, yeah, there's things like that. It just, it's interesting. When you take those things away, that it even becomes even more focused on, okay, what am I going to do in this life? Yeah, and, and who are you? Yeah. And, okay, given that's who you are mm. and what you're meant to do, then um, it does focus very much on, okay, well, how do I do that? Yeah. yeah. And what about yourself, Peter? Yes. You ask me. Eh? Um, 
look, uh, this for me is still very much work in progress, but I have been um, uh, re-focusing my thinking around looking at my life and achievements in terms of legacy and what things I I could be uh, proud of. Um, Some of the, well, what I've come, what I've, my thinking currently is um, I'd like to be remembered as, in at least in the latter part of my life, uh, live my life according to my values, beliefs, mm-hmm. and um, uh, sometimes imperfectly, but uh, that someone who was committed to their values. Um, and like you, that issue of helping people and just using the skills and capabilities that I have to um, positively impact people. That I come into contact with, including my family. So, uh, I think if you are given the opportunity to learn skills or develop capabilities, as we are, then there is uh, an obligation, a duty, mm-hmm. to actually use those. And the whole nature of the work we're doing is um, about helping people. Mm-hmm. So um, that's uh, that's a big one for me. And I'd like to think that by the time I do past i will have um you know made a a big contribution in that respect um also the men with spirit and the work we're doing on the radio it's something that um and just basically um uh supporting men's growth is something that i'm quite passionate about and i'd like to think will live on beyond me um the other thing I was thinking was in terms of family knowledge and wisdom, and there's uh, just we'll get onto a few mm. specifics later on. But just there's a lot of knowledge or background and context mm. in our family um, that um, uh, we um, that I, my kids aren't aware of. So it's um, a matter of uh, um, passing on that knowledge and. Uh, and the other thing is, I was thinking about it, is I've always been passionate about knowledge management, um, getting information together in a way that can be shared and accessed and that sort of thing. So I've, for quite a few years, I've been pulling together uh, a bit of a knowledge base of knowledge that I think is important. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'd hope uh, could be handed on to help future generations. So they're, they're the sort of, if you like, elements of my legacy that I'd like to think could be realised, but uh, my, my thinking may change, but that's what I'm currently thinking. Mm, interesting. Interesting. How well do you think you're going with it all? <sighs> I could do better. I've, I've got, um, it's, uh, as I say, this recent uh, few little health hiccups along the way is sort of refocused and thinking, mm-hmm. well, okay, well, how much time do I have here? So you then you think, okay, well, let's get on with this and stop mucking around. Mm. So it does focus the mind a bit. Um, But uh, we asked the question earlier on about when should you start thinking about your legacy, and I think you made the point that, or we both made the point that uh, the sooner you start, the better. It's not something you leave to the end of your life. Um, In putting together some uh, thoughts on this, we did a little bit of research and... um, uh, one of the articles we came across, some of the reference material, asked the question in thinking about how much your children and grandchildren actually know about your life, one writer made the suggestions as some of, of the things that could be communicated to mm-hmm. your family. And um, I'll just run, them, run through this because it may help for people that are thinking about, um, well, what 
legacy, what information, what sort of context do I want to provide to my um, uh, the next generation and you know children and grandchildren? Uh, it was suggested pass along family traditions. What sort of traditions ha- do you have in your family? You know, do you do something special at Christmas or sort of a particular mm. festival or our activity or the football or something that that's become a real tran- um, um, tra- um, tradition in your family that you'd like to think could be continued, uh, and, and that's worth thinking about. And a lot of us have these tra- uh, traditions, but we just accept them. And but. Will they die? Do if you think they're important? Why not um, uh, try and hand them on? Mm-hmm. Uh, family stories um, is another one, and importantly, your own stories. Uh, and the point that the author of this article made was that uh, often uh, children and grandchildren just aren't aware of your own stories and background and context. And in that respect, I've been using a resource which I'll give you. It's uh, if you www or daily om daily om daily om dot uh, com and there's an online self-paced course uh, 50 52 um, segments to it so you can do one a week if you wanted to or quicker if you wanted to um, and it's called a year of writing to uncover the authentic self and it poses 52 different topics on different parts of your life and you're encouraged to answer the questions in respect of yourself and that could form um, a, uh, a document if you like mm-hmm. that could be handed on you know it's got me thinking about i actually when my grandmother was alive where well, my maternal grandmother um, and my paternal grandparents um, i started to understand a bit about their story about how they got to where they got to mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. lives that they lived and it was fascinating and I started it actually ended up I wrote it as for a speech for Toastmasters mm-hmm. it ended up mm-hmm. being a, a story called The Ripple Effect yep. about their lives okay. yeah. um, but it is a fascinating thing to find out just you know the, you, you see people certainly like your grandparents you see them in a certain age and a certain kind of behaviour and you sort of think that's who they are but there is a story behind them that is absolutely and, and, and it would be a, a great shame to lose that history mm. and that knowledge mm. in, in terms of how you uh, how you got here. I know with regard, in that respect, my de- deceased uh, father-in-law wrote his life story before he passed. But I'd have to say, sadly, as far as I could discern, um, it was largely unappreciated at the time. And he put a lot of effort and time and energy into it. it was, and he, in his own right, he was quite spiritual. Mm. Um other things that are suggested that could be part of this handing down of knowledge uh, are family photos. I don't know about you, Steve, but I have got boxes and boxes of those old-fashioned photos mm. that I haven't sorted out. Um, and uh, just to, you know, writing who's who in the photo. And if you're handing these to the family, most of them would say, well, who are these people? <laughs> and... Uh, um, so, and, and they're certainly not digitised. So that's again part of this sort of legacy or stuff you can mm-hmm. hand on. Family recipes was another one. That's huge. Yeah, look, I tell you what, my nana had some fantastic recipes, and I know the, the they got lost over time. Yeah, and it's one of those things that, uh, that's come up previously about. <laughs> only we had that recipe nana used to make this magnificent you know apple sponge or uh, roast lamb or whatever when you were speaking about christmas before you know both my my wife and i both have a tradition that's mm-hmm. been passed down 
hers from her grandmother. It's a punch that they make each Christmas, and yeah. it's, it's it's a non-alcoholic punch, absolutely delicious. And for me, my father has builds a manger. A massive yep. six-foot yep. manger that he puts uh, in. The, you've, you've seen the photos. This, you've mentioned this program. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and that that has been going on for fifty years. Well, that is, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> and you've got the manger now. Is yes. My, so my father and I do it each year as he's getting older. He's almost eighty now. So um, yeah, that's continuing on. Good. Um, uh, that was that passing on skills. Um, uh, another suggestion that was made was. Um, uh, DNA. If you want to get a DNA test, you know, have, understand where you, your your roots are in terms of um, um, uh, where does your family tree go back, I suppose. And the last one was um, doing your family tree, a genealogy, um, genealogy rather. Uh, and at Ancestry.com, if you're interested, they, um, my understanding is local libraries, you can access Ancestry.com free of charge and do your um, that sort of research at oh, the library for no charge mm. I, I got I was told low down on that one yeah. there's a lot of things actually at the library that you can oh, do it's, a, it's a great resource and, and if people are serious serious about understanding their genealogy and uh, background and connections and all that sort of thing uh, it could be a very useful thing to do um, another question was asked or suggested was ask yourself 25 years after your passing what, if anything, will those beyond your family remember you for? So, again, it's food for thought. It seems a little daunting, doesn't it, when you think about it? But I think, in the end, it's really just about live each of these moments, each of your day, being as authentic, honest, and just, I don't know, adventurous. Adventurous, authentic, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with all that. Mm, you know, and just need to be feel bigger than I think sometimes we can feel in life. Don't yes. let those circumstances overtake you. Don't let them sort of, you know, overcome you. Yeah, and it's really, yes, we were saying before, it's really the um, uh, your, your values and beliefs, whatever they are, uh, that's your true legacy, I suppose. Um some people, Steve, mm. can find a written legacy statement can be a useful way to... Um, What's that? Well, it, it's basically it's a document where you write down uh, where they record and they can communicate what they want to leave behind, their hopes and dreams for the next and future generations. And some people, you know, if you do a bit of a search on um, uh, you know, the internet, you can find some interesting resources. But for some people, this could be a useful way of handing on knowledge and, uh, and it can be signed and dated, included with your will and other papers. Um, but it could, some of the suggestions there could be an account of what things mattered most to you during the life, the lessons you've learned or not, um, the values, principles, beliefs you cherish most, um, the most important role you played in your life. And for me, that brought up an interesting question just around uh, or about um, the balance in the different between the different parts of your life, between your personal, family, community life, uh, your work life and your spiritual life. And did you get the balance right? And if you look at your life overall, would you uh, suggest, recommend, urge the following generations to have a different balance going forward 
There's too much time and energy put into, and I, certainly in my case, I put far too much uh, energy into um, my work life to the detriment of the other aspects of my life. So just having a good understanding of, of that and, and passing on those learnings to, to people I thought was a useful thing to do. And they also suggested how important was faith or spirituality in life and how did it impact you? Do you think, no, I, I don't want to diminish this statement, mm. the legacy statement idea. However, I, I'm a little perplexed yeah. <laughs> because do you think that they, if they had lived these things more, would they, they would need, need, to, need to write it down to let people yep. know, well, this is what I, was important to me. They would not have already seen that in their interactions with the person. I feel like there's almost like a, this is what I wish my life could have been, but I didn't get off my ass to do it. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a good point. As I say, uh, there's different um, stories out there on legacy. One is, you know, this is the legacy is part of the will on this is what we're giving people. Then you get onto these things of written legacy statements and mm. that sort of thing. And then you've got, I suppose, the the view that we obviously support in terms of what the Crazy Horse says, which it's it's your values and your mm. behaviours and what you actually do rather than what you uh, say. Mm. So um, there's some really good um, good uh, thoughts in all that. But um, I do uh, want to just add one more thing to what you said about balance, which I think is important. Yep, yep. And it did come up in the conversation last week as well about you know the duty that the Queen had. And where someone like that may have failed was her duty as a mother, mm-hmm. her duty maybe as a grandmother, mm-hmm. um, in that the effort that she... Potentially, and no, obviously we're not privy to everything, but we'll assume, mm. um, based on sort of the knowledge that's been shared about it, um, that this is where we need to, you know, for me, I don't have children, but I have a duty to my partner, you know, mm. I have a duty to my community, I have a duty to, the, to, to my clients, I have a duty to the work that I've chosen to do, my commitment to you, mm-hmm. my duty to, mm. to the show and to the groups. It all has to have a balance, but they all need to be seen as a duty and a commitment to that duty mm. as well. Yep. So that I, think, was I think that's a really strong point, really good point. Mm. In summary, how would you, what, what would you see the key points coming out of um, our little show today before we get on to the wrap-up with some exciting news? Yes. Look, I think, I think you need to, to live your life so that you feel proud of it by the end of it. Mm. So you get to the end and you go, what? I gave it my best. Mm. And don't wish that you left anything behind. I think if you can do that, regardless of all these little details and everything that we've sort of shared and, and, and the, what that legacy may look like and, and what your role may be in this world, all of those things, just forget all of those things. If it gets too overwhelming, and just go, am I living my life to the best that I can? Am I giving it my all? And if you can't answer that question then you need to do some work. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a valid point. Mm. Good on you. Um, we might just wrap up before we go to our music, sure. if that's okay. Um, <laughs> Steve, as you know, we've got some exciting news about a special celebratory um, show for our 30th episode next mm. week. And we're delighted to have joining us here in the studio, Ian Rogers who is a director of Sphinx Spiritual. And Sphinx Spiritual is an organisation that provides high-level spiritual information and specialises in teaching mediumship. Part of that was what you went with last week. Spiritual counselling and associated 
modalities and operates internationally. The theme we're going to be exploring with Ian next week is the underrepresentation of men in spiritual work. I'm so excited about this topic. It's going to be fascinating. And look, he gave us um, a series of talking points and I think you made the observation that we could we gave us enough material to, to have multiple shows. So it's going to be a fascinating show next week. So make sure you don't miss that, people. That'll be live next uh, next Thursday. And um, just to make the point that information and links about our shows are available on the Radio Caram website, which is radiocaram.org, or via our Facebook page. And if you want to attend any of our Men With Spirit gatherings, event details, including how to register, are also on our Men With Spirit Facebook page, which is at Men With Spirit. And you can also email us at connect at menwithspirit.com.au. Now, as we're going to have uh, Rowan ch- champing at the bits to get in, get uh, his show on the air shortly, which is the Rowan Perant Method at 5 o'clock, um, so it's going to happen right after this show. So, and uh, this final song. Um, any final comments you want to make, Steve? That was a really interesting conversation. Thanks yeah. for that. Thanks yeah, for choosing yeah. that topic. And um, yeah, and let's just hope that we both leave here <laughs> focused on our <laughs> legacy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and no berating ourselves when we do any self reflection, yes, yes, okay? Yes, yes, good point. <laughs> This um, this final song we've chosen is called "For Good," and it's from the Broadway Broadway musical Wicked, and it focuses on the uh, positive impact one person can have on another, and the legacy we leave behind, and the changes for good that of of that uh, interaction. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the song, and until next time, be true to yourself.